0: You're listening to the NASM CPT podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today I want to share a little bit about me with you, uh, Listen, lately, the social media I've been seeing, and it's like a new followers, people that get new followers, and they are introducing themselves to the new followers and reintroducing themselves to the people that already follow them. So I've seen a couple of people and friends do that, and I thought, man, that's a good idea. So I'm going to share a little bit of myself um, about me and mostly my work experience with you. However, I will say that I do have a lovely wife and three amazing children. I've got a girl, 14-year-old high schooler. I've got two boys, nine, uh, sorry, 12 and seven. Uh, I was warned, however, not to give my wife's age because um, you know what? I really want to tell you now. I really want to tell you. But alas, I also really want to stay married. So I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you, but... Uh now we can get into like maybe what kind of started it. Because when I was a kid, I had a martial arts teacher where I was growing up in Florence, Alabama. And the martial arts teacher owned a gym. And he was a personal trainer. And he taught various styles of martial arts. He taught Tong Do and Choi Lee Fut and Praying Mantis and Shaolin and Tai Chi. And he was like mixed martial arts, but but not the same as we know mixed martial arts today. Anyway, like most kids really into martial arts, they want to be like their teacher. And I was no exception. I wanted to be good at martial arts and I wanted to be a personal trainer like him. And I wanted to own a gym like him. And all those things ended up coming true, sort of. Uh, I had a knee surgery in my last year in high school and had to have it surgically repaired again my first, second year in college. So after a couple of knee surgeries, my Kung Fu game got put on hold, but I picked it up more later in life. And so I went to school. I went to the same town that I went to high school, the same town that I grew up in. I ended up going to that university. So it's the University of North Alabama in Florence. Had a double major. I majored in communications and theater. I minored in business administration and biology. And that's a lot, that's a lot of studying. My parents said that they would pay for four years of college. And so I just wanted to get as much college as I could, but really it also meant that I had no idea what I was going to do with my life, had no idea. So after college, I moved to Atlanta for two years. And then after those two years, I moved to New York City and I auditioned for some shows. And in fact, my second show that I auditioned for, I landed. So I went on tour with a theater company and I vowed to never do it again. I, just, I did not have a great experience. Uh, it was it was amazing and not amazing at the same time. And anyway, I knew that that's not what I wanted to do for a living and it's not how I wanted to live my life. I also got a chance to come back and I met some people who worked on Broadway and when I found out how much they made, I thought, "What? What? Really? That's it? Like you're at the pinnacle. You're at the precipice of of theater in this in this country, and that is what you make, huh? And it just it's not what I wanted to do or where I wanted to be. So um, on that tour, I uh, had a friend who was same tour, different show. And she was coming back to New York and becoming a personal trainer. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to be a personal trainer. Can I be a personal trainer? I want, gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give so I got a job at New York Sports Club after a very challenging interview that I will share with you one day, or it's in probably one of my first episodes that I ever recorded. A very challenging um, kind of interview process with somebody that did not want to hire me. But I got in. And after about a year, I became a fitness manager. And shortly after that, I became part of what was called the training and development department at that company. And they would teach exercise science to new hires. And so I didn't know a lot of exercise science, but I was very good at talking and speaking in public, in front of people. And so I was able to be a bit more dynamic and they said, listen, you don't have to have a degree in this. If you know the information in these books that we're going to give you, these manuals for the foundations program, if you know that, then you can teach it. And I thought, well, I can learn that stuff. Um, what's challenging is people who are very book smart, but they may not be the most dynamic in front of people. And so they they took a chance on me and um, and did well. I did well, so I stopped managing for a little bit and started doing that. But after a while, uh, and it was a few years, I want to be a little bit closer to my folks in Alabama, so I took a job at Equinox as a personal training manager, and I opened up their first club in Miami, and it was in Miami, South Beach. I did that, opened it up in 2005. Now, there were two things that became an issue. One, according to MapQuest because we didn't have the GPS stuff, but according to MapQuest, from my apartment in Morningside Heights in New York City to my folks' house in Florence, Alabama, and then I compare that from Miami to my folks' house in Alabama, I was three miles closer in Miami, three miles. I could have moved to downtown Manhattan and been closer to my family. So I realized Alabama's a long state, Florida's a long state, and I live in the northwest corner. And Florida's Miami's in the South. It's it's a it's long, it's long, long way. So I wasn't any closer to my folks. And number two, wasn't closer to my folks. I also um, didn't like South Beach. <laughs> it's just, it wasn't my vibe. And there are a lot of people that leave New York with their tail between their legs, but not many people move back to New York with their tail tucked between their legs. But this guy, this guy did. So I moved back to New York and I enrolled in a master's program at California University of Pennsylvania, Cal U. They they had and they were one of the first to do it and they still have an online master's degree program. And I enrolled in the uh, exercise science program, performance enhancement and injury prevention track. So I enrolled in that and then As I was kind of doing this, I also remember I was teaching exercise science in the workshops, and this guy from NASM came to teach the teachers the NASM workshop. His name was Rob Rettman. And I owe a lot to this guy because he pulled me aside and he said, Rick, you're very, very talented. You should consider teaching for NASM. Now, go back a few months and listen to my episode on imposter syndrome because when he said that it was like the most wonderful feeling I've ever had and I was like and I will never do it because imposter syndrome overload I'm not smart enough don't have enough degrees I don't have this I don't I have certifications several of them aren't even have anything to do with NASM so like it just I was in the I'm not good enough place am I a good teacher Yeah, um, I just, it wasn't, I couldn't do it. But after I moved back from New York uh, to New York City from Miami and I had enrolled in the master's program, I thought, well, at least that could potentially bolster me a little bit. So I sent in my resume to NASM and I heard back from them. But there was a problem. I heard back from them around the same time I was about to go be a trainer for an artist for a European tour. And he's one of the biggest stars at the time. And I I had a big problem because the tour started the same time that I was going to have an interview with NASM back when NASM was based in Calabasas, California. And so I reached out to my friend who connected me with these folks. And and I was like, listen, I don't know what to do. Like, should I go on this this tour? Because that's a really cool opportunity. Or should I go interview with NASM. And he was like, Rick, you're going to have all the time in the world to work with stars and famous people and all that stuff. You will never get the opportunity to work with NASM again. I think you should give up the tour and you should go interview with NASM in person. So in 2006, I started school and I went to meet the NASM guys. I met Rodney Korn and Scott Lucette and Mike Clark and Scott Pullen and there was Rob Rettman. And, and listen, those guys are super smart and I was not in league with them whatsoever. I wouldn't be good enough when it came to grasp of the information, but I was going to be good when it came to teaching and being in front of people. And so I was like, listen, I'm going to be this young buck that shows up and it's not very smart, (laughs) not too bright, but he's very good in front of people. So when I got the job, they partnered me with this guy to shadow and his name is Eric Beard. And if you've never got a chance to see this guy named Eric Beard speak, I immediately was humbled. Because not only was he smart, he was a way better speaker than I was. He was so good. He was so smart and dynamic and funny and educated. And I wanted to be like him. I would say that if I could be like anybody in the fitness world, like I wanted to be like Eric Beard. And uh, he, had, uh, he was also a massage therapist. So after a few years and a few children, I... I looked at my wife and I said, I think I want to go back to school for massage therapy. I think it will give me an upper hand. If I start to burn out on training, it gives me more options. With training, it gives me more options. And so I enrolled in a 1,200-hour massage therapy program. It took me full-time a year and a half to complete. And uh, so I did that. So, um, And I think I just wrapped up. School in 2012 and 2011 to 2013. Um, I are wrapped up in 20 uh, in 2010. In 2011 to 2013, I trained one person and I traveled with him wherever he went for three years. That was my dude. I traveled and trained. The good news is we spent half the time in New York City, so when I wasn't training him an hour, maybe two hours a day, I was at home with my family. The problem was the other half of the time I was with him outside of New York. So when I was not training him, I wasn't with my family. And, and that did make it pretty tough. So after three years, we wrapped up and early 2014, I opened my first gym and 28th and fifth in New York city. Um, in 2016, I opened another gym and 2015. I enrolled in my doctoral program at Cal U and uh, 2017. I opened a company called recover 2018. I finished my doctorate after three years, uh, 2018. I opened another gym, 2019, August, um, I started the NASM CPT podcast, and that's, that's a big deal. That's been running for uh, a little while now at this point. Early 2020, uh, I opened another gym. I signed a lease the day before the pandemic lockdown, so that was a bad move. That was a bad move and um, after a little bit of litigation back and forth with the landlord we ended up they opened new york city up again after five months and i was like hey man no harm no foul you want to start this over again he was like it is a harm and it is a foul but yeah let's do it so (laughs) so i moved into the gym and opened that so it's my the fourth gym independent training spot in new york city and uh, 2021, I don't know what happened. 2022, uh, I won the IDEA Personal Trainer of the Year Award. And that's uh, that was a very big moment for me. During this time, I've had the opportunity to write chapters, multiple chapters in multiple textbooks. Um, the NASM CPT, the Corrective Exercise Specialist, the Pro- Performance Enhancement Specialist, the Certified Wellness Coach that has just come out. There were a lot of programs that I've been able to contribute to and write chapters for, along with videos and other things where I could work for NASM doing some really cool stuff. And, um, you know, one of the coolest things that I've been able to do is continue with this podcast and keep putting out information a couple times a week for people who are interested in listening. With that said, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here and taking a moment to listen to my story and a little bit of my journey. And hopefully maybe that inspires you and makes you think, well, maybe there's something that that I've done or that I do that you want to do and you want to know more about that and how we can make it happen. Because it's doable. If a, if a kid from small town Alabama can move to New York City and do some of these really cool things, then... It's really unlimited for what's out there for people. Anyway, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family. You got questions, you can reach out to me. And mostly on Instagram, you can DM me at dr.rickrichie. Or you can email me at rick.ritchie at nasm.org. Thanks for listening. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.